0: 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95%
2: of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great, because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer.
1: Good evening. How the devil are we? Welcome along. It is question time. It is Friday night. It is nine o'clock and the
0: World Cup is coming up.
2: It's time! Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You
1: are watching and listening to Chris (laughs) and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And
3: your favorite podcasts.
1: City, you and
0: join in now. And now, here's your host, right, Chris?
1: All right, how the devil are we all? Welcome along from me and Mini Me here. Uh, yeah, it's the debate show, it's Friday, it's nine o'clock. It's your show. I'll start off with the first question and then join in in the chat, ask your questions, and I'll put them to our. Well, I was going to say esteemed panel, but they couldn't make it, so we've got the normal two rows gallery coming in and um, we'll have a chat about uh, whatever you want to chat about, as long as it's legal, clean, and doesn't include bounties, we will talk about it. But um, World Cup next week, so let's 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 have some questions and let's chat about the, the World Cup, Brad. Can you believe it? Good
3: evening, mate. Good evening, mate. Uh, how are you doing? Uh...
1: Um, all right.
3: Yeah, I mean, we already, we already don't need to be clairvoyant to know what some people might ask us about in terms of selection made for certain squads of the World Cup. But it's still, I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it's just because it's around in and around Christmas or if it's just the obscurity around the country and the host of it or, or a mixture of everything in between. But I just, I'm not really that bothered about it still. Like I've had me crusade from Madison, which has paid off. In a, well, so it's paid off. Like we have any say in it, but you know what I mean. Like I've had, we've we've all reaped a reward to, to But minus that, I'm still not that meh for it. Which is not nice to say for a World Cup. No,
1: it's not. Um, Dave, let's bring him in. Good evening, sir. Um, Hello. Without right? without grandkids tonight. Uh, yes. Are You looking yes. forward to the World Cup? No just me then <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, it's, it's, well it's all so wrong isn't it it's the wrong time of year it's the wrong place it's the wrong uh, everything is wrong about it the only totally... good thing is madison's there so
1: well yeah. I, I think i upset one of um one of my followers earlier uh, Oh, really i know it's not like me is it Uh, If I say he's a Welsh Man United Stroke Newport fan, brand, you'll know who I'm referring to. Yeah, I saw it. I know
3: who you mean. I won't say anything. I'll
1: behave. No, no, no. I'm going to mention it anyway because he put a a post up saying, um, um, well done at getting to the World Cup. You ain't going to get any minutes. Enjoy it. (laughs) And then what did I reply? I replied, oh, enjoy your three games. Because that's as far as you're going because he's a Welsh fan to which he sent me a little picture back going um a, a picture of a, a, a salt you know salt shaker so was salty so I sent him one back a little picture of a sheep to which he replied like oh how childish are you blah 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 to which I just said grow up uh, it, you know it's banter don't start it if you can't handle it but I do believe <laughs> and then he deleted it which I guess kind of sums up uh, on that, but um, yeah, he wasn't very happy, was he, Brad? By the look of it,
3: <laughs> no, no, not a little bit. It seems to be something in, in Mike's uh cycle of life because he got he got this agitated and, and irritated around the Euros. Uh, yeah. Dave, I don't know if you saw it, but we me and Chris did a Euros predictor, and we actually, yes, we were being optimistic because we wanted to do one probably that got England sort of fun because that the best chance, but we actually predicted not all the way through everything, right, but we got the final right, and he called us deluded for thinking we were going to get to a final, let alone be Italy in the final. So, hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're watching, if you've, if you've made up with Chris and you're watching this back, hi, mate. Can't wait for our World Cup predictions.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he has made up with me, but look, you know, it, it's banter, and if you're going to hand it out, you've got to take it. But look, Let's start off, I'm sure the World Cup will come up later on, as will a certain uh, uh, JM. But what I want to start with here, uh, and I'll come to you, because uh, you're in the top left there. Uh, I feel like I'm on University Challenge at the moment. Uh, but something that, that, that's been highlighted on, um, uh, on the BBC today. Dementia and sport, group of former players to take legal action against football's governing body. Uh, Ex-players to sue the FA, uh, a, a group, well apparently a group of 30 former footballers and their families are suing football's governing bodies, claiming they failed to protect them from brain injuries Now, don't get me wrong, anybody who's suffering has my, my sympathy But come on, it's like a boxer going in the ring and saying I've got a broken nose, I'm suing you I mean, things move on, Dave, and we know now what we didn't know before, but it's it's football. You expected to sort of head the ball, except what are you supposed to do?
2: Well, it's bollocks, really, isn't it? I mean, that's just something that they're grabbing hold of for money. I think my only argument with the FA was they've known about this for 20-odd years, if Mm. not longer, and they've done nothing really about it. Um, OK, the footballs were a lot lighter. Whether that's something they've done, I don't know. But um, I remember, I mean, you know, Jeff Astle, the problems. Yeah, that's, that's the, that obviously um, who they're highlighting, yeah. And that picture of him heading the ball. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that. I mean, the ball is enveloped around his head. It's an incredible diving header, but the ball actually is wrapped around his head. And these are not light footballs. These are the heavy ones.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: So... That there's that. There's also a guy my mother, a woman my mother knew in the Neaton, whose husband played for West Brom as well, and he had dementia. Um, that must have been in the 70s, you know, late 70s. So they they could have done more to match it up, and they could have done more, not necessarily to stop it, because you tell a footballer you can't head a ball, it's not gonna happen, is it? The game yeah. will be finished. Uh, but what they could do is offer the PFA and the rest of them, they've got shed loads of money. Offer treatment, uh, offer something to try and find out. I don't know, you can't cure it, but some sort of respite, help, that type of thing. But to sue now is purely for financial purposes, I think.
1: I mean, how what? what I mean, I say, Brad, without you know, appearing to appear, appear have no sympathy with which, which I do. But like, like, like Dave said, it, it's it you. You kind of know, and I get the fact that they've stopped young kids doing it.
3: But what, what age do you say it's okay to do it? Um, I mean, I I think in terms of of when it's able to do it, you have to look at the average age outcome that. Um, what you class as an adult footballer, where, where where especially that part of the body's probably done all it's growing. And that would suggest that you don't bring it into about the under-18s level because they're not. But when they're younger, obviously, you're developing quite quickly and you're mm. more vulnerable to them head injuries than you are. So I believe I wouldn't say early teams, but mid-teens maybe. And, and people might say, yeah, but the football development games... Everything's changed so dramatically from the 60, the 50s, 60s, 70s, even before that when it was playing football. The football's changed, the style of football's changed, and the way they go about football has, has, has changed. So I the, the one counter-argument against taking it out of the game entirely, a big one, is, is football's not played that way anymore. There's not a lot of heading battles and people going in and not worrying about headbutting their opponent. This... Suing thing right as much as you could blame the officials or whatever beforehand when they were using the wrong style leather, they were using this and that, that was wrong, and they should have realized it was too heavy for someone to be constantly heading. When, when smoke, and I'm sorry to bring up this disgusting topic, but when smoking was falsely advertised when it first came out that it was healthy and good for you. Right. Does that mean if I can trace back my family tree all the way back to the world war when sailors were smoking and saying this is healthy for you, this is good for you, can I sue them now for him being yeah. dead because it weren't healthy for you? Oh, yeah. And yeah. so it was correct politically, which, which is which is good point. Good
1: point. And I think with, with the kids as well in fairness, when you're at school, you're not heading it. Like you are when you're playing it professionally, and as often, and you're not, you know, training every day doing it. But uh, I mean, it goes back to me when, like I say, you you know what the risks are. If you know, you know if you don't want to do that risk, don't don't play the game. I mean, Dave, they tried to get it, didn't they? Where all the games had to end in draws because you didn't want, want to be, you know, in, in upset. I mean, I can remember. I I was um, a a coach with with, uh, one of my son's football teams. And I think I've told Bradley's story, but we played this team and they beat us on like 7 0 in the first leg. So, came to the second leg. The manager, he he was on holiday. So, as coach, I kind of took the team and I got it to, I think we lost 2 1, but the kids came off the pitch. Oh, God, we only lost by one goal this time, blah, blah, blah. But I had a a guy go mad at me because I hadn't put his son on the pitch. And, but his substitute. Oh well, he's got it. He, oh, he should have been, we you know, don't talk to me. I'm pulling him out. He didn't put him <laughs> on the pitch. I'm like, well, if he ever makes it, and he wasn't a fa- you know, a fairly bad footballer, but if, he? <laughs> if he ever makes it, is he going to be saying that to Sven Goran Eriksson or whoever he doesn't put him on?
2: Well, one specific point there. You must have been mad to run a kid's football team. Well, yeah, Especially it was, was you not know, I wanted
1: to see my kids at the weekend, but yeah, you know.
2: but I'd, I'd have run the line, uh, you know, not get involved in managing it because you've got parents, and when you get yeah. parents, you've got a nightmare. The second thing about the age is that people, kids have made their Premier League debut at what 15, 16, 17, yeah, so yeah. you can't possibly have a, an age rule for it. Um, I know it's probably not going to be any not going to happen very often, and and under 15 is unlikely. But you've got teenagers playing in there that are are still kids. They're not adults till they're 18. Mm. So you try and bring that rule in for that. You can't. I I think again, there's things that keep coming into my mind. When we were kids, we didn't know how to head a football properly. I remember going in when we were on the park, just playing, diving header, and it caught me right at the top. I thought my head was going to fall off. Um, because I didn't know how to head it properly. Yeah. I think coaching, maybe, the lighter footballs will help. Um, but Brad's right. You know, how far do you want to go back and blame? You know, we're getting blamed for bloody slavery still. And, you yeah. know How far do you want to go back? We are.
1: Yeah. We are. Oh, totally. And um, Brad, coming back to you, we are living... I think, and it's only my opinion, in a totally woke society here that you can't say boo to a goose. And the number of times I've put a tweet out and before I've sent it, I thought, oh, God, I'm going to get just <laughs> absolutely ripped apart for expressing my own views. You should um, try
2: talking about fucking bounties, mate, if you really want to get done.
1: <laughs> i tell
2: you, I've had more stick over bounties than I've ever had over anything I've said in the past.
1: <laughs> it's amazing what, what it is. But I mean, Terry, let's just go through a few comments and I'll come to you, Brad. Uh, There are more spinal injuries from local rugby players, but it's the risk, isn't it? Now the risk of dementia has been identified, then you participate at your own risk. Um, Hello, Chris from David. Hello, Brad, and hello, Dave. I am with you on that point. It's a risk, like skiing is a risk, that you could fall on slopes and get injured. You're going to sue the tournament or ski manufacturer. You can't surely be... I mean... Yes the argument is, is when did they know and what was done about it at that point. Yeah. yeah. But you can't can you Brad go back and sue for what they didn't know about at the time? Because I'm sure in 1966 and in, you know the early 70s they didn't know.
3: No, of course you can't you can't blame a sport for not being in uh, I, I, I imagine my, imagine the gasp and surprise when you realize a sport that's invented isn't actually perfect the first time it's invented, and there isn't a perfect set of rules. Just like anything in life, you have to learn. And we learn over, over time, due to discoveries uh, and realizations, as well as these discoveries in materials. But we realized we had a more effective method to make the object that we play the game of football with. And that, it's not just football. You do it with basketball. You do it with American football. You do it with cricket Goal. They have found and constantly keep changing the equipment to better practice for the game and the occasion. And and, if, and it's changed the dynamics over, over time and years. And it will still keep developing. They'll keep trying to make aerodynamic lighter balls. They'll, they'll try doing it. And, We've just got to accept that's going to happen because that's how you get better at things. It's how you improve. You can't blame, you know. What 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 what, what next? Then are you going to blame John McEnroe's old racket for the reason that he didn't win Wimbledon? Yeah. I mean, I mean,
1: you know, I could look and say, well, you know, because I was bullied at school before we had counselors and all of that. Do I sue the local education authority in Leicester for not protecting me in the sixties and seventies? You know, it's ridiculous because it's it's what it was at the time. I mean, but uh, but Dave, I mean, I go back and like I say when they introduced that, well, if your kids at school, you can't be You can't win. It's got to be a draw because the kids will be upset if they
2: lose. Surely that's
1: don't. a life lesson.
2: Yeah, you really don't want to get me on that one. I got three girls and that came in the, the oldest two are in their early forties. That came in about that time when suddenly they were saying, you No, know, we can't have competitive sport. The sports day's got to be evened out. Oh come on. I mean it's just crap, isn't it? And then we just started we didn't win anything, have we? You know, really. Um, you know, we stopped winning stuff, we stopped producing champions. We haven't won a World Cup since '66. We really. U- we haven't won a European. <laughs> people not any... that quiet. <laughs> oh yeah, we haven't won the European Championships. We we've not won anything.
1: Yeah,
2: because there's two reasons: one, because you're not allowed to win, and two, because um, going off, piste again, um, people and teachers aren't allowed to let kids do what they're good at. Mm. Brad, which is play sport.
1: Yeah, Brad, it's going to be a, con- a a non-contact sport soon, isn't
3: it? Uh, yeah, and, and where, where does it end? Are We're going to see the first ever UFC fight be non-contact. How's that going to go down? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Certain sports there needs to be contact, and look, I'm not saying I'm not saying bring back the days of going in two footed and, and 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 all that, like and getting away with it, sort of thing, like like it used to be, as much as. We enjoyed seeing a good old slide tackle. You can't have it non-contact. You can't make the sport non-contact. It's almost ridiculous. Otherwise, where, where does it end? Now, I know it's, I know I made a very ridiculous statement there with UFC, but it's just as ridiculous to say the football can be non-contact. What's all that about? Yeah. You change football yeah. and its complexity. You know, you can change certain things about the game and not actually change the game itself. At the end of the day, it's still 11 players on the pitch. They're still passing the ball around. They're still doing what they're doing. The rule, you know, nothing... In that mm. general change, you can't make it a non-contact sport. It's pathetic. Yeah, it's just pathetic.
1: Indeed, I agree totally. And Dave, I mean, you know, you you like me, you watch ITV4 and the big cool. match visited and all that, and cool. you see that they weren't playing on lovely smooth snooker table type pitches. It was like mud baths. I thought it was more like in mud wrestling than uh, the football. Sometimes tackles were going in, and we were going off at half time and, and having a fag. I mean, I don't know, you know, that, that film, you know, The Damned United, you got Brian Clough was welcoming Leeds and he was polishing and putting out ashtrays next to all of the, the, uh, the, 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 the seats for the Leeds players. But the, the, the injuries weren't, in fact, probably weren't as bad as they are now.
2: No, they weren't. And they also played, if you were successful, getting on for 70 games a season on yeah. those sort of pitches, which is the other argument that some of these foreign coaches are coming out with. You know, the, I don't know whether Conte was on about it today. I wasn't actually listening to him, but um, I assume <laughs> he was moaning about Harry Kane being knackered and his yeah. players being ruined by the World Cup and extra games. Um, so I guess he's off for, for an end of season tour to America or something with the players. So that is you know, a good
1: point. Yeah, that
2: is it's, definitely a good point. They want the money for it, but they don't want the players to commit. They've got squads of 25, 6, 7 people. You know, teams mm. like, uh, I don't know, Liverpool, maybe, when they were good, they probably had about 14 players in their squad. Yeah. No, now, definitely. And every player in that first team would be playing if he was fit. Some, like Tommy Smith, played when they weren't fit. Mm. So I I hate, because I'm old, I hate to say, you know, these youngsters nowadays don't get it. But these youngsters nowadays don't get it
1: i mean brad goalkeeper's union and was a goalkeeper that
3: broke play with a broken neck yeah wow well, i mean yeah if, if that can happen and I get, and I get it people can like to compare that if they could do it then it could they do it now but the the philosophy and the develop and the way the way players are developed are uh, is completely changed, and yes that you could say that, and I don't know if it's, that this will start to offend people soon, what I'm about to say, it'd be like, oh, they're a bit of a soft touch. Yeah, they uh, are. They're, they're first. Brad Perkins was the first ever human being to ever say the word soft touch and it offends somebody because it sounds like you're saying something else. But uh, no, um, it's how they develop though, isn't it? That You know, they're. you look at the game of football as well, it's not got the... Unpredictable bounce of the turfs because they're well maintained, they're looked after. They're probably looked after these grounds in the Premier League better than some the groundsmen, probably look after them better than some of them do their own children in a way, with how much tentative and care they're, they're ordered to give to them. Um, so you don't have that, you don't have scrappy football in a sense of its bounce all over the place, it's a little bit rough and tumble. And, and, and the generation of football changed, there's a lot more focus on the fitness, and there's a lot more focus on the finesse and niche part of it and that's made plays a little bit soft touch play acting has always been a thing yeah, despite yeah. the myths and rumours that it's only just become a thing since foreign footballers were ever invented which spoiler alert foreign, foreign footballers have always been invented but people seem to think it's since the foreigners came in but i won't touch too much that before get myself and you know yeah. water, chris allegedly allegedly i forgot
2: Francis to name Lee
3: but all these things have happened in football it's just because they've become more of a fine art and integrated into clubs uh, and the whole sources of it that they are what doing what they're doing and playing the way they play football
1: indeed indeed so moving on of course christmas is around the corner and i thought it would be be nice if i got you know my people that i do the shows with a little present. and Brad, um, we we'll are be getting yours in a couple of weeks. But Harry, you know, I, I thought uh, it's going to be a while confident I'm never probably going to meet you. And I've got to sort of arrange the postage.
3: But... <laughs> This, I
1: thought I'd buy you a little Christmas
3: present. Oh, you! Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> that's a double. That's a double whammy. Not only did you in, intentionally jive him calling Harry, but you showed yeah. him bounties. <laughs> I know. I did that can on
2: I, purpose.
1: I did that on I,
2: purpose. Look, the right. There press.
3: for you. Yeah, that. We're still choking right. it up. It still goes down as a mark on the Harry. That's the number eleven. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know. <sighs> it was permanent
1: (laughs) well you'd be happy with that wouldn't you you love your bounties
2: can i tell you that's how it used to end up wherever i was (laughs) box of bounties give them away (laughs) funny
3: enough funny enough dave that's what used to be given to me whenever you finished with them and i used to finish the lot so (laughs) You, you open it up
1: like sort of you know maybe sort of the 29th of december or something you think I
3: don't care. I just want chocolate. I tell you what. While whilst on that box, looking box. who's the cheeky sod that left the caramel? Who's left one of them there? Was that like a sympathy bar? won't be one left if it was
1: me. But but there we go. And that and it will it will have your name on there, Harry. And I know I'm saying Harry. I'm saying it on purpose.
2: Uh, still Um, mocking you on purpose.
1: No, you can't. Harry, 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 Harry.
2: There we go. Well, it's just childish, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, just banter, you?
0: mate. Just
3: banter. Uh, There's no need for that. <laughs> but
1: they obviously, there, are, there is breaking news because they have... Um, announced and just that they've released a list of the players that aren't going to the World Cup this season, or this season, this year. Um, And we've got an exclusive picture of the players that aren't going to the World Cup. Oh, oh it's the Scotland squad. Sorry about <laughs> that. Have they got a soul? <laughs> the great thing is, you joke, but the great thing is, uh, in when the World Cup was in Russia, and I've said this story, but Sweden... Sweden, what am I saying, Sweden? I wonder if I get your bloody name wrong. I've got to get the country right. Wales actually released a single, even though they hadn't qualified. Oh, and goodness. it was after the World Cup had kicked off. Goldie looking chain from Newport. We're going to win the World Cup. No, you weren't even there, guys. You weren't even there.
2: They um, do like to sing, though, don't they?
1: They do. They do. Yeah. But look, one last look for you, Dave. There you go. Uh,
2: <laughs> throw up in a minute.
1: Yeah, don't, you don't have to thank me.
2: Give me water.
1: Your 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 happy smiling face is enough for me.
2: <laughs>
1: Cheers, pal. Now Cheers, we, we pal. we've lost about three viewers there that, that, that are bounty fans.
2: Um I've got your address. Don't you worry about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know where you
1: live. Evening, uh, lads. Matt is in. I i uh, on the way to Wembley. Well, well, we'll we'll okay. Let's take that as the next topic. Um, a couple of surprises, you know, going into the next round. No Spurs, no Arsenal in the in the Canterbury Cup. Should it? Should we still have? I mean, this is the question. In a year when we're going to be struggling to get all the games in, anyway, uh, we are coming back. Well, we're going to have players that are coming back, and I don't think there'll be any English players in the final. But on the Sunday the eighteenth, we're going to be playing the World Cup final. And the week after that, we've got a bloody away trip to MK Don's in, in, a, in a worthless club, cup that no major broadcaster is even bothered for televising, apart from the odd game here and there. Uh, and ITV tend to show highlights on ITV4 at like 11.30 at night. Isn't it time to scrap the Caribou Cup, Dave?
2: <clears throat> I don't think so, no. I, I still call it the League Cup. Yeah, We've won it, we've won it a few times. This. We have, so, yeah. It's a great day at Wembley. Um I think I you know what I honestly thought that some of the Premier sides were taken a bit more seriously now. Uh Palace had a decent side out, didn't they? Um and uh who else? Villa. Villa had a decent side yeah. out, I think. Yeah. Leicester had a pretty decent side out.
1: We we went we went almost, you're looking at that, yeah. and that was a team that you could see playing, you know, playing in the Premier League.
2: Yeah. So I'd like to see them taking it a bit more seriously. Some Man City have taken it seriously. They've done it three out of 4 are haven't they? Something like that. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're obviously looking at it as another trophy. I I think it's always sad that we're, we're giving up our domestic trophies. I mean, the FA Cup, no replays and things like that. and Even the League Cup, no replays. This is how the small clubs make their money by getting a draw at home and going and playing away in a big crowd. I think it's such a shame, I really do. I understand what you're saying, but I just think it's a shame.
3: Brad, your thoughts? I love the League Cup, and that's regardless of Leicester's history in it. I generally think it's a great competition because, in a weird way, it plays up to the part of you feel like you've got more of a chance than you do in the FA Cup it's like the younger brother to the FA Cup. Uh, it's got a great history. We've seen some very strange and wonderful final finalists. I mean, Bradford, Swansea was one, but we also saw Birmingham beat Arsenal in another. You know, we've had some great, memorable trips to Wembley via the Cup. I mean, part of our history is actually with the old, with, with the old Wembley, we were the last club to win the League Cup at the old Wembley at, at, at the Twin Towers. Uh, and yeah. I think it's a really good spectacle. I think it's great. I think it's just as uh, important. And like Dave mm-hmm. a day, you look at some of the fixtures and the sides that some of these Premier League teams come out, I almost feel like that certain teams are actually looking at it because it became a bit of a snobbery, didn't it? It became a bit of a snobbery. We took away the cup. We'll, we'll play our under-21s and and, and, and third and fringe players because we're not really asked about it. And now these clubs have gone, <laughs> 10-15 years since winning it and not winning a winning a cup that they're thinking, hold on a minute, it would actually be nice to actually win a fucking yeah. trophy. Would be nice to actually have one sitting in this cabinet that's collecting dust. And you know, maybe that's what this competition needed. It needed a bit of turn away, nose in the air. We're not you're you're too superior for this for them to go. Actually, looking at Leicester and teams like that winning things, it'd actually be nice to have a trophy in the cabinet that's not Bournemouth FC versus Chettingham pre-season final you know yeah. what I mean that, you, you yeah, want we something have. to be proud about
1: yeah, we have got a history in that I'll grant you uh, obviously the O'Neill years uh, three finals in four years winning two of them but we've, we've said football moves on you know back in the day we didn't have the Champions League in its current format uh, and I just think nobody's. I mean when, when we won it we we knocked Man United out and others wrote it was the first which which
3: what was. was that was the first time in '97 in '96 '97 we beat United at home. I the remember team
1: they put out, I think, had about two regulars, you know. Um, I remember Jordi Croyce played and he, he never got near the first team at any Premier League game, but you know, that they weren't bothered for it. Then they saw, like you say, that clubs like Leicester were getting into Europe because of it, and suddenly they're putting a strong side out, Liverpool. The side that they started with against Blackburn last night, not Blackburn, Derby, last night, uh, I bet that's not the side they're going to start against Man City when they get them in the next round. And I'll tell you something, like, I, bet, I bet the TV is all over that game. I bet it's like, you know, three days of build-up to it. But
2: It is Derby, to be fair, though, isn't it? Sorry? It is Derby, to be fair, having...
1: Oh, yeah, but no, I'm just saying, it's nobody's. nobody seems bothered about it. If we were knocked out by... Um Newport, yeah. would we really be thinking oh damn? You know, we got annoyed because Forrest knocked us out the FA Cup and we'll hold us and get But I just think you know, it's being sponsored by somebody that I've never seen a can of drink anywhere in a local shop at all, never even heard of it. Uh that the, the the last night they did the uh the draw, it was a complete and utter comedy. Uh no one no major TV company showed it live, it was on Twitter. It should have started at ten. It started at half ten. Um, it, it was it was a joke. Uh, it, it's second rate. It's a second rate cup, and surely now, especially this season, I mean, we've got no we've got no um, extra time. We've got no replays. It's straight to penalties, which is good. But why the hell are we still having two legged semi finals? Do we need that any season? I just no. think
3: it, no. It, I don't think we need that. Yeah. No. I think if you.
1: I, I do not think, think
2: gonna, let's, let's just leave it to the, to you know, the Championship and downwards. No. I uh,
3: would mind a day out at Wembley. No. But, I, I mean, I do agree. I think if you're going to trim it, trim it down. Because you have to remember as well, back in the 90s, you used to have second legs in this first, second, third, fourth round, right up until hmm. I think about the course final stages. You used to have second legs. I mean, I remember us playing um, York City in Scarborough, I think, on that run. We had to knock them out in rounds one and two before we played Man United in round three. Or maybe it was the second, third, and then United was fourth. It's a bit hazy, but I remember that. And the fact that they've trimmed it down, they've accepted that it's going to be the Europa League to to the FA Cup in the sense of Champions League, Europa League being, this. you could put them in the same category. But I think what you need to do is scrap that second leg in Europe. In, um, uh, and like you said, Chris. Give it a sponsor, give it a brand, like as it used to be the Carlin Cup and it was that for a number of years. Give it, you know, it's been a Worthington Cup. Stick a brand on it, right? Long term brand. I know these have had it for a while, but an actual full on long term brand because the FA Cup's never going to change because it's the FA that run it. But give it a brand, give it a title, or just scrap that all together and call it the League Cup. And give it a television right, like you said. Allow us to actually see it, because it's only this ridiculous Yankee energy company that don't want us to do it, which is ridiculous because you're holding your whole sale because you're not getting a chance to sponsor yourself it seems like the most redundant thing they could do. Give it the same treatment you do the FA Cup. Make the build-up a little bit more respectable and, and, and re-in- reinvent the Lily Cup to how it is. And And if you do that, Suddenly, teams don't just go, oh, yeah, shit, we're playing Burton Albion on Tuesday. I forgot about that. Oh, it's only the League Cup. We don't get that attitude. We get the, oh, hey, hey, you know, a bit of a League Cup action chance to go in the t- Cup tournament. I mean, yeah. Dave, there was a few few
1: years ago, well, it wasn't that long ago, Man United didn't appear in the FA Cup because really? of their commitment in the world, in the World Series or whatever. That's a stupid
3: to fault. That, yeah. uh, I, I've had my bounce on that. And mm. you,
1: I know what Dave, I just thinking like at that point the FA was cup was kind of eh, hey, it's not what it was and what have you, then it, it had a resurgence.
2: Yeah. Well, if you think the league cup now, there could be eight Premier League sides in a quarter final. You know, the quarter final could be full of Premier League sides without too much difficulty. Now surely that they're not gonna play second teams then, surely. <laughs> Are they? I think well, I think I think what you have to remember quickly in that, Dave, is
3: we're easy to go and I know Chris making the example and playing Devil's Advocate, it's easy for people to sit there and go, Oh yeah, well look at Liverpool team, B side b that Derby on penalties. They wouldn't have done any different in the FA Cup. I hate saying they wouldn't have it because Derby are League One. I think sometimes we do forget <coughs> that we're just as susceptible, as much as we use the cliche, the magic of the FA Cup, we do we you know, we're not susceptible to forgetting that if they play Crawley Town, they play a weakened side. And that's when these these upsets more happen against a weakened side than they ever do against Liverpool or Leeds or whatever going full force. I, 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 take, mean, your well. point,
1: I take your point, Brad, but is that in a case of the big clubs being disrespectful? Because if you are a Crawley Town fan, let's say, for example, and you've paid... And it's not cheap these days to get up to Liverpool and the match ticket, etc. And you're hoping to see Sahar and Alisson and all these players, and you're seeing a load of kids come out.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think as a fan of them them clubs, you feel a little bit disheartened. But touching back on what we said about the dynamic change of the ball and everything else that's changing that, the the football football's change has also meant that in the 90s and even in the mid-2000s, I'd agree with you. Right? I said it's disrespectful you've got the players and that to rotate and do it. Now it's come at a game, and, and I, I don't want to give licence to Jurgen Klopp or anyone like that that says it, but because the amount of games that clubs now play in the high divisions has increased, and that's due to cup commitments, more European competitions over the years, that unfortunately, uh, whether we like it as fans or not, the manager's got to put his his, his players' fitness best interest at heart. And that is, if they've got Saturday, Manchester City play um, anybody in the Premier League, I don't care if it's Bournemouth or whatever, they play a Premier League game, then they play on the Wednesday night, then they play on the Saturday early kickoff. then they've got to play Burton Albion. With the greatest respect to Burton Albion, he's going to look at his players that he sees for the future, like Leicester did with, with um, was it, book making his debut against Newport and playing well. They're going to take the same aspects and go, right, no offence to Burton, but we've had a long game of fixtures where I played with strongest team, strongest team, strongest team. They need a break because of the fixtures that we've got coming up afterwards. I'm not going to play Erlen Harland. I'm going to play that that new guy. I'm not going to play Jack Greeley, It's not just because he's shit. But because he needs a rest, and I'm not going to play so and so, I'm not going to play Mars. And so it's just the difference in quality that it makes such a stark contrast at. That. And that's what we also get lured into as well. We kind of forget that it's done at a very different contrast of talent um, yeah. to what we're putting Colonel out.
1: Colonel says that um, you need to have a European place attached to it. But to make any cup worth it, I don't mean, do you attach European place to the Papa John's trophy? I don't know. Let me ask you this, though, Dave. Then we'll move on to the the next subject. If you, um, if I said to you now, right, as a Leicester fan, you can do one of two things next season. You can take part in the League Cup as it stands at the moment. And I don't, I think it, does it shove you into some playoffs for Europe? I don't know. I don't know now. Um, So you can play in the League Cup. Or we're going to give an extra space that you could win to get into the um, Europa Conference League. Which would you
2: take? Last year, I would take the Conference League, but I don't know about that now. Um, But but there are other points, if I can make. Um, The the League Cup was the Football League. Yeah, it was their trophy. It wasn't the FA's trophy. It was the Football League's trophy. Well, the Premier League broke away from the Football League. So in theory, Premier League clubs shouldn't enter it, which is what you were saying earlier. Mm. So the, the League Cup should be for teams in the Championship and below, if you work on the basis that it used to be. Um, also, qualify for Europe. Yeah, they did. Of course you did. We won it and qualified for Europe. The uh, Fairs Cup or whatever it's called. Oh, God, whatever. yes. UA, UA for cup. Um, but there's the Intercity Fairs Cup. There's the Cup Winners Cup. There's every winner... In England, qualified to get into Europe, so I do think that's the right thing to do. Um, I what I question is is what the League Cup is now. It's lost its identity. It's not a it's not a cup that non league sides can come through because it's a League Cup,
0: mm-hmm. but it's
2: a cup that Premiership clubs can win or Premier League clubs can win, even though they're not technically in the league. I think
1: definitely, and, and we'll move on. But I think on that point, yes, it does need reinventing. Mm. And yes, I'm sure if um the league EFL, whatever, went to a channel four or a channel five and said, Look, guys, you know, do you want this? I'm sure they'd bite the hand off. You know, we would see regular football. But now, you know, you can't that game against Newport. I couldn't even find it anywhere on TV at all, not even on on the fire stick. I was having to use the old regular one that we used to use, uh, allegedly. uh, Allegedly. (laughs) Now, we've got some more breaking news. Um, Apparently, uh, TripAdvisor have been over to, to Qatar and said, Especially for the Wales fans, that the Qatar and they've given this five stars, I believe, TripAdvisor. But they're saying that the Qatar ha- people and and tourist board have got a special welcome for all the Welsh fans that are going to Qatar for the World Cup.
2: <laughs> He's <laughs> now, not giving it up, is he?
1: I mean, no. <laughs> I. Mean, I've really passing on the news. I'm only passing on the news. Um, I do believe that, um, we have got the Welsh manager who's got a comment. Um, what, what would you like go to go screw some sheep? Yes, so there we go, all ready for you, Wales. You know, at least you could, <laughs> at least you're not gonna have a wasted trip. Um, and you're of just, course, let's you're not, just,
2: you're, you're just a bounty hunter.
1: Well, I was gonna say, this, this is coming back up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! You're gonna have a bit of banter. What is life with that? We won't be able to. We won't be able to do this soon. We'll be too. Things will be too woke to even even no, have mate, a joke about no, the Welsh, no. Welsh and sheep. What is the Hello. world coming to? Yeah,
2: we'll keep
1: it. Um, the... But anyway, so moving on to the uh, next uh, point, let's have a look what people are asking uh, in the chat.
2: Um, uh, Can I just ask your question, guys? What's... No. Can <laughs> you take that fucking name <laughs> <out>? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, What's this fief, fief, fief pro, fief po, FIFPO? F-I-F-P-O? Any idea? I've just seen a report coming out saying that uh, what we all said years ago, um, there's an unsustainable workload on players, um, which damages their physical health, mental health, all this sort of thing. The mental health thing's been dragged in. Um, and they're saying they play too many games. So why is it football clubs are still going on tours or still um, playing additional games to what they should be doing?
1: We did this, well, yeah. we did what we said earlier, didn't we? It's all Point, about... Pointless internationals.
2: Think, pointless you know. internationals. But they're damaging their own players. Now, if you look on the heading bit, if now in 10, 20 years' time you end up with a lot of players physically damaged with mental health problems, then you're thinking about suing because we are saying now this is what's causing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we well, we, we went on about uh, too many games before, didn't we? So we, we kind of, we kind of have, have sort of covered that, but it's all about money and clubs will go where the, where the money is. And the money they get from touring America or the far East is going to be a lot more than playing in the Caribou cup. But Scott says here, moving on. Um, Do you see Brendan not risking the players uh, tied to the World Cup and playing others against West Ham? I would say to that, why should he? His responsibility is to Leicester City, not to England. He's not England manager. He's not um, any other team manager. He is Leicester manager, and he should be putting out the strongest team, which I think he will do. But the question I want to ask um, based on that is, if you're James Madison or Declan Rice tomorrow, and you're, you know, you're obviously on the pitch. Do you go in for that tackle that is a bit risky, knowing it's the last game before the World Cup?
3: Dave, who, let's go. That's like,
2: who are you starting that with uh? mm. You know my view. I mentioned it uh, yesterday, I think it was, was it? Mm. Um, I I wouldn't pick Madison. I mean, I know I'm the only person that says that, but I wouldn't. But, okay, but why why would you not pick him? Because there's too much at stake for him. If he got injured tomorrow, it could ruin his life.
3: Yes. Um, I know yeah, what you're he saying could, about he Messi. Could get, he could get. He could come on with 20 minutes to go in the first group game and get injured and ruin his career. It's, 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 yeah. it's the wish you have to be a footballer uh, yeah. for, for me. And I, I, I do get to a point where you're coming from, and I do understand that there is going to be a handful of people that are going to say, well, maybe, you know, it's a duty of care, you know, for his career that he wants to make sure he's, you know, he's done all this hard work to get on the plane, that make sure he gets on the plane. I think, firstly, you've got to be very cowardly as a footballer if you're going to go out with the mindset to deliberately injure any player. Hmm. You know, and that's the suggestion you're going out that all of a sudden West Ham are going to start being even more... I say even more like they're a nasty side. They're not really that nasty, but you know, as if as if suddenly Declan Rice or Antonio or someone like that's going to have a sort of urge to go in there and two foot every single Leicester player out on the pitch and vice versa for blesses West Ham. I don't know where this comes from. Surely you, you you haven't got that malice, cowardly bone in your body to go out and try and deliberately inj, injure Madison. You 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 want to show him. And for me, if I was Madison and I would want to play that game because I'd feel my journey's not done. i feel like, yeah, I'm on the plane, but I want to show Gareth Southgate another 90-minute oh. performance as to why I should not just be on the plane, but I should be getting time on that pitch. Um, and for me, if I was a manager in that situation, if I had a player that generally said, right, if he came to me with the right approach, I'd understand it. But if he came to me oh, I'm not playing Gaffer, don't select me, not risking my chances, no, not risking my chances of getting injured, I'd be like, well, what's your commitment to Leicester City then? Yeah.
2: yeah. If it was all so,
3: stuff at all, I only did it to get in my World Cup team, then the stuff at all you, know, you can go in and sit on the reserve bench when you come back from the World Cup. I'm glad you're okay. not Because you. money out, goes actually,
1: into his bank account every month, you know. It, it, yeah, but he wouldn't be our problem after that, like, Yeah, not but I, I have heard from England. It's Leicester that are paying him his wages. I'm agreeing yeah. with you, Brad. Leicester are paying him his wages. That should be his commitment. If he gets injured for Leicester, I feel sorry for the lad. But, hey, that's life.
2: I didn't say Madison refused to play. You asked me what I'd do. No, 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 no. I wouldn't wouldn't pick him. I'd rest him. But
1: then why? Uh, But, you know, what commitment has Rogers got to? He's not even English. Rogers is Northern Irish. Yeah. Why would he bother about... I mean, he's he's obviously got a duty of care to his players and he was as pleased as Punch when
2: uh, Mannington got the call. But rest, the day, he rests Vardy. Vardy gets rested. Other players get rested. Does it matter, yeah, what, reason? Does it
1: matter what reason?
2: rested for Leicester game, not rested for England. No, no, no. But does it matter what reason? They're rested. Yeah, I want because, Vardy to play every game.
1: Because but, Vardy's being rested game. for a great plan for Leicester, who pays wages
0: week yeah, in, I week
1: out. Uh, who you could argue he wouldn't be where he was if it
3: wasn't for Leicester.
1: Yeah, I mean...
3: I mean, I, I would argue, is Justin, you know, just to bring a little less player into it, is Justin sat at home regretting not being picked for the, you know, being picked for the game that's just gone by against Newport? No. And I tell you for why. Yes, it's horrific the injury's happening. We all wish him a speedy recovery. And I'm gutted for him. It's happened to him again. Um... But I guarantee you that even if Justin had come through that game with a clean bill of health, or even just a little bit of a twinge, and he started oh. feeling better only yesterday and today, if Rogers said to him, "Are you sure you want to play?" He's gonna even if he'd been picked. And I know hindsight's a wonderful thing, but let's say he got through that game okay. Southgate took him, and Rogers went, "Look, how are you feeling? Are you sure you want to play? I understand. I'm guaranteeing you, he wants to do what Miles wants to do, and he'd want to put out an, uh, a performance." To give Southgate even bigger headache. I don't think he'd be cursing the fact that he played against Newport because up until that point he was still showcasing himself to get picked. It's just very unfortunate, you know. Like you said, Madison could could get injured. Everything in this fucking house, I will get it blessed and certain that, that doesn't Ooh. come biting the arse against West Ham and then, goodly he doesn't make the World Cup. But just as well, he could go and overstretch for a ball and, and, and tear yeah. muscles in his uh, down his leg and. And be missing for Leicester when he gets back, which is why I can see why some people maybe it's one of them. You have to take it, take it for the person, and he has to be willing to take that risk because he'd be playing for Leicester if it, if it wasn't the tournament. So he'd be getting injured for us if that was the yeah. case, one way or another. What,
1: what we're saying then, Harry, is I mean, club over country at this, or country over club. No, you are what, what would you do if, if therefore? If you don't, uh, Dave, I'm obviously thinking with you. If if we does not pick Madison
2: mm-hmm. and we lose tomorrow, will you be going, we'll nah,
1: do. it doesn't matter because Madison's not got injured for England?
2: Well, I I don't think Madison would make the difference between winning and losing necessarily. So we beat Leeds without him. Um, he didn't play. In fact, he had a lot of games off, didn't he, with injury and he didn't play in the West Ham game last year. Ooh, sorry, football was up. Um, so you know, not necessarily make that much of a difference. Um, but the question was asked if I was in that position and I mm. I would rest him. Yeah.
1: The que- the, que- the actual, the original question was is if you were Madison,
2: and oh, you... If I was Madison sorry, I'd want to play. Oh, yeah,
1: and <laughs> yeah. you're going yeah. into that 50 50 ball, oh, and yeah. you're thinking, do you as a player think, oh, hang on. You know, um, oh, no, I you don't wouldn't go think. in for that because I don't no, think we've got two yeah. dirty teams here, man. West Ham no, no. And, and Leicester. Yeah. I mean the way the way you sorry, could flip. Sorry, that... Brad, sorry. just uh, get. Uh, yeah. No, sorry. Sorry.
2: My, sorry. sorry. Yeah. No, you wouldn't think about it. You'd go in for the tackle because when you're playing, you don't think about anything else. You just mm. think about winning that ball. Mm. Um, and sorry, my battery saver's and I thought I was plugged in. Um, so no, you it wouldn't it wouldn't come into your mind. That's for me, not the laptop. Uh, <laughs> you, it wouldn't I come mean, into your mind when you're playing. No,
1: no, Brad, what would, would what would would I mean, you mean? You've obviously, you know, you've played. Would you have a thought about going in or would you still go in? I thought you know, is it a case of where well, you're in the game and the adrenaline's running?
3: I think you just, I think the same as David. I think it does It it shouldn't, and I don't think it can equate into your. It, it into your thinking because if you take that and then flip it if we're one if we're one up in the and let's dream a little bit here England make the final James Mallison's on the pitch he then remembers that Leicester are playing on boxing day and he's had a great tournament so he's open to playing that does he suddenly then not go in for a challenge that prevents I don't know France or wherever we're playing against from from potentially scoring because he might injure himself. He's not even thinking about it. He's going in for that tackle. He's making sure Regardless of whether it's club or country, he he's making sure that the team he's playing for doesn't concede a goal or an attack at least. And I, I just don't think you're playing the wrong sport if that's your mentality.
2: Mm. To be honest, with you. I think if you make that decision, you you're, you're yeah. you, you, you you're in the wrong game. As a player, you never do make that decision. You go hundred percent. But as a manager, it must be at the back of your mind. It must
3: be. Yes, yeah, it has to be. Yeah. yeah, it has to be. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure. Managers become like fans when they're watching tournaments like this because they're watching the players going, "Oh, yes, yeah, well done. He's had a great game. I'm loving it." And then you see him go down, you think, "Oh shit, no, yeah. no, I'm no, no, gonna get up, get, up, get up." You know, that's mm-hmm. when we remember who we support in the moments, doesn't it? Because we we look at, you know, if I <laughs> just thought of a funny scenario. Three 0 down in the quarterfinals, and Harry Kane gets injured. Anyone who's playing Tottenham on the twenty sixth, going yeah. well, you know, if he's injured. It's not too big. <laughs> it's the comedy of being a football fan, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Right, let me let me ask you this then, Harry, and we'll move on to the next subject. <coughs> so we don't play Madison. Therefore, we don't you know. We got, in fairness, we don't play Telemans. Um, we don't play Castagna, and we haven't got any other sort of right backs. We don't play uh, Face. So we don't play any of the three Belgians at all.
2: Well, it's slightly different,
1: isn't it? No, 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 it's not. No, it's not, it's the same. It's, you can't say, well, we're not playing you because we're picking you for England, but oh, you're the talking, talking, are gonna have to. Oh, you might m- be Belgium, m- so if you get injured, that'll do us a favor. So they're talking morals to... now,
2: sorry, yeah. Okay.
1: You're gonna miss half the half the team, aren't you? You asked me about Madison. <laughs> I can't. I'm not. Yeah, no. no, I'm asking. you said you wouldn't play Madison. No, I wouldn't. So I'm coming back at you and saying, yeah, 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 okay, that's your point. Fair enough. But then I again, would the you not yeah. then play these players? No, I'd play the others. Brad, what about you? Do you think, I mean, you no, know, Dan, Danny Ward doesn't get a game because he's playing for Wales. No, I mean, first of all, I wasn't. I wasn't getting a
3: game because he's playing for Senegal. No, I, I, I always, you know, you know what side I'm on. I'm unfortunately for you, uh, Dave. I'm not on your side in terms of resting a player, for the, yeah. you know, yeah. taking off my. And I know, I know, I get, I get what you mean with that. And I, if we say take off our blue tinted glasses, I'll take off my international bias here. Uh, I'm playing, I'm playing them all. I'm playing all of them because we have to play our best eleven. You also got to take into that Leicester scenario. Winning this game is just as important for the mindset after the World Cup as it is yeah. before it because if we win this game the, 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 you know, none of this looking at a table for five weeks matters. It, it, it's all it's all well, that was a weird hypothetical for Leicester to have going into the World Cup, but at least they don't have to worry about it because they're 11th, 12th or wherever. Um, I'm playing them and I'm playing them for their benefit as well as Leicester's. It benefits them to showcase themselves even more. And at the end of the day rugby's the sport that forces you to play these players. We have the luxury to go, we can play these players when there's a tournament. Yeah, we're not not playing when there's a tournament. We don't need to be playing these players to give them uh, minutes on the pitch. I'm playing Madison. I'm playing Mendy. I'm playing Danny Ward. um, I'm playing Yori Tillemans because he's on absolute fire at the moment. You know, if I'm excusing one, I'm excusing all of them. Like you said, Chris, I'd agree. If you're excusing one because you want to protect him for his international team, then all of a sudden you're going to see raised hands in the classroom asking, what does that mean? I can have the West Ham game off. I'm sure each their own mentally how they do things, but if that's the logic you dictate in the club, they're going to use that if they they want to. So, yeah, I'm playing them. I'm not dropping them just because they're going away in a tournament. I'll cheer them on individually
2: to play, to have a good tournament as individuals when they're there. Yeah. Give him 60 minutes. How does Dennis Pratt feel, do you think?
1: Ah, that's a good question. Um, I mean he's feeling a little bit peed off because you know, you is he not going, do you think, because of the way that he's been treated at
3: Leicester? Yeah, game. As time. in the time.
2: Yeah. Gotta be. I it? think
3: I think he feels a little bit like what a fully fit Ricardo would feel like. I think because a fully fit Ricardo, you don't understand how he doesn't make it into that Portugal. Portugal side and I think a, a you know so if he plays more he probably gets in and I think if Pratt does play more um the problem is the talent he's up against as well is this is comparison more I was making there because he's got a lot of competition for for his particular role in a Belgian squad to play in that midfield is a lot of competition for him, but like we said. You know, he instantly went out, back out alone when Rogers turned up here because he'd never seen him play. Last year, he sent him out alone so he could see more of him. And this is the first proper season Rogers has had an arm around him and played him. And he's probably played more football this season than he has his, in, in Rogers's entirety. Unfortunately for Pratt, he probably needs a certain Belgian to leave this club before his his time increases to what he wants on the pitch. I I, I think his is. A disappointment, naturally, but I think it's more unfortunate and ex and expected that he hasn't made the the the, the squad for for them two reasons, let yeah. alone just the, the reason of playing time.
1: I have got some more breaking news, by the way. God, Apparently. any more
3: breaking news and nothing's been over together. That's why we have been
2: sacked as manager.
1: That Brentford has been give have been awarded the three points ahead of tomorrow's game. They were due to play Manchester City, but because Pep said he wasn't going to play any players that were going to the World Cup and they've got 16 players going to the World Cup. They're not fielding a team. So Brentford have been awarded the three points and it saves them travelling up to Manchester.
3: Oh, I tell you what though, I, I reckon Pep would field out his under 21. In fact, no, you're probably right, you know, he could probably Manchester City probably have that team there. They couldn't play the under twenty ones because they'd be going to the World Cup as well. About to quite yeah. you but. So, so, but, mm. uh,
1: but sorry, Dave, I couldn't resist that one. Yeah, sure. Six, mate. Sixteen making... players they've got going to the World Cup. Look, remember, you, you've got you've got this present coming, mate. So you yeah, know, just, you, know uh, you know where my make, heart lies.
2: Making uh, a note of this.
1: But That's... next, uh, let, right, let's <laughs> let's just <laughs> move on. I did save. Um, I'll just see which uh, point. Now, D- yeah, uh, David asked this, and it's an. Int- I don't know the answer to this. It's an interesting question. Uh, do you know why teams announce their lineups an hour before kick-off? Wouldn't it be more suspenseful to see the team selection formation when they come out onto the pitch? I mean, I if, you, if you were away to Newcastle, you couldn't tell who the bloody hell is coming out onto the pitch You're that high up.
3: I, w- I will tell you this now, and I know this through the amount of times that I've been asked this question funny enough and and i hate you i think we may have brought this up on a show i hate it when people say oh we've got leaked fictionalists and we've got leaked team sheets no you haven't it is in the law book that the the fa the fa have it in the law or whatever have it in the law book that a team sheet has to be presented to to the official of that game so he can then send he can note it all down and then he can transfer the data so we can get the update of the the team so it can all be passed on so they know the changes and then i believe this is a a rule that i don't know got added or it's always been the case but i believe if there is an injury in the warm-up which we have seen happen on many occasions that someone pulls up in a warm-up they have (coughs) an emergency period where they're allowed to announce the referee We've had an injury in a warm-up. We need to change our lineup. I think it's half an hour, maybe twenty minutes before kickoff. Any time after that, interestingly, it's actually classed as a substitution. But that's going more in depth. than it, it's just been a rule. It's always been a rule. The FA have to be they, they, the officials have to be alerted an hour before kickoff.
1: Plus, I think yeah. it gives you something to talk about in the pub before the game, doesn't it, Dave?
2: <sighs> well, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Years ago, I'm sure we had to give the referee the the team name at least three quarters of an hour, an hour before the game kicked off. So, I think it's an old FA rule. It um, is. It's been one for years. Yeah. I, I, like um, to
1: see, I like to see the team, like I say, and have a chat about it before kick-off.
2: I just, it just puts me off my beer when I see a Marty on the other. But he's been playing really well just lately. So, yeah.
3: <laughs> Chris is about to release the dogs of me with my static. <laughs> do
1: <a> <laughs> Quiz question for you, then, quickly before we move on. Manchester City are taking as they have got 16 players going to the World Cup finals. It's more players than any other squad. Man United, believe it or not, a second with 14. Which two teams, and you can have one each if you want, which two teams have only got one player? Every every you know club's got something ready going, I believe, but which two teams have only got one player going to the World Cup? Wolves. Oh. Um let's have a look. No, they've got three. Nunes, Neves, oh, cool. and José Sa, all Portuguese, believe it or not. Southampton. Yeah. Sorry? Good
2: Southampton.
1: Southampton have got one player going to the World Cup, quite correct. Uh and it's a German. Bloody hell. Uh up Bella up Uh, if you want to be called Bella, you don't want to see him behind you, do you? Bella catchup is going for Southampton. Does anybody know the other team that has got one player going to the World Cup? I would have I thought
3: maybe they had more, but I would guess uh Bournemouth. No.
1: Bournemouth have actually got um two players going, both Welsh.
2: Oh, well, I've got a choice of two teams But they could both be wrong But I think um, oh, Forest
1: Forest I've got half the Welsh contingent going
2: um, oh, Are <laughs> Wales going?
1: Five plate, yes, apparently sir. So. Okay, um, sorry Because if you're uh... you are Welsh If you are Welsh, don't forget, of course We've seen on TripAdvisor <laughs> That they, have, they are putting up the welcome map For you Wales fans Don't forget that um, uh, what was you one, day? Sorry, Brad. What was you the one, Dave? You had 2
2: oh, Brentford had two. Sorry, sorry. Brentford. Brentford.
1: I'm Brentford have got sorry. Nottingham Forest had five. Sorry,
3: I yeah,
2: should have yeah. said
1: Brentford have got four. Uh, yeah. Two Denmark, a Cameroon, and a
3: Spain. Brad, I I, I'm, I kind of had a good feeling about Southampton. I was obviously right to have that feeling, but the only one I can think of, glamorous. As, as some of their players' nationalities, I don't think they've been called up to it. So, Leeds? No. Oh. Leeds have got three.
1: Uh, have I they? mark and two Americans believe it. Well, who's. Surprised? Oh, I didn't know
3: if, if they did. Have... Yeah. I thought maybe one American, but I didn't know if the rest Am, I, got I, three am I
1: going to tell you? Does anybody want one last guess?
2: Well, Everton they got Pickford, do not they? Have they got anybody else? I
3: can't no, believe
2: no. it. Pit. Um.
3: It's not gonna it's not Liverpool's. I can't think of anybody they've got. Hold on, wait there, wait there. No, because Ward's going. No, 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 no you're Marcus.
1: looking down the list of Premier League teams there, Brad, aren't not, you? Uh, not,
3: not unless <laughs> <me, laughs> we're oh, that's got any, no, no, I don't
1: think so. Uh, you stop judging people by my own standards. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right?
3: It's, right, it's I'm just,
1: gonna tell you otherwise we'll be on this all night. Uh, Crystal Palace have only got well, one player going. Oh,
3: um, see, that Leeds, is significant. I can't remember them.
1: Yeah, Joachim um. Anderson, Denmark. Just to run it through, Arsenal have got nine. Sorry, Bournemouth, have got two. Arsenal, nine. Villa, four. Brentford, four. Brighton, four. Chelsea, 12. Palace, one. Everton, three. Uh, mm-hmm. Dave, Fulham, six.
0: Well. Leeds
1: United, three. Leicester, six. Liverpool, seven. Man City sixteen, United fourteen, Newcastle five, Forest five. He's uh, got either got a Swiss, a Senegal, and four of uh, three Welsh players. Southampton the one, Spurs have got ten, uh, West Ham five, and Wolves
3: have got three.
1: So just a bit of fun, just a bit of fun.
3: Right, Scott, I've won the quiz. By the way, I finally yeah. won the quiz. Yeah, well done, Brad.
2: Are they all playing yeah. tomorrow? I, I'm
3: technically
2: quiz. i got one point. I'll win for a quiz on this channel.
1: And here is your prize, Brad. Yeah! That best <laughs> best prize prize you, <laughs> um, Does the panel... <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Very, very... very, 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 very. Does the cool. panel believe... Does the panel think due to injuries in January, Leicester, we're looking at um, all max- or still prioritising the right midfielder. I think I read, David, somewhere today, probably the Mercury, that, um, yes, we are going to be looking at a possible... um, Priorities have changed, and Brendan's had a meeting about looking at at full-backs.
2: I don't know. It depends on the formation he's going to play. I mean, sometimes it looks like he's playing five at the back, sometimes three... I mean, we've got to young Thomas, who's not getting a game. Um, oh, you know, well he will now. Well, yeah, but he, he wasn't playing too bad. I don't know what, you know, he got roasted once, didn't he? But that's because he was playing left side midfield and not full back, and he wasn't being covered by James Justin. So, um, I don't know, I still think we need somebody in that wide midfield role, either to get Madison back in the middle or, you know, shove Barnes up front. Right up front. I didn't realise how well Barnes had done, you know. Mm. Quite, his statistics are quite scary. He should be going to, to the World Cup. But, uh, I think. It's... Sorry, know, carry on. I, I can't see him supporting the midfield in a defensive role. So, you know, he's got to be added to the list of forwards we've got. Mm. Maybe a left side uh, midfielder we need.
1: Scott, I believe you have done, but if you can just deal with our sex pest that's come in, uh that would be great. Um Brad, I I, I would say that's what I've read on, on, on the Mercury site. We do. We've only got Castagna, we've only got Thomas oh. now that's going to be fit for the rest of the season. If one of them gets injured, all right, we've got Mark or Brighton and, and we can move, you know, Castagna across. Bertrand, I don't think he's in his plans at the moment. He wasn't very happy with uh, building up the other day.
3: Uh, we, we do need an extra one or bring one of the youngsters through. Well, I mean, we tried that last season and Vontae Campbell flattered to deceive and he's he's moved on from the club. Um, it's unfortunate because it shouldn't be... Any, uh, uh, you know, it shouldn't be a area of concern. If you look at the basis, at worst-case scenario, if we have our team fully fit, we've got, worst-case scenario, we've got Bertrand, you've got Justin and Thomas competing um, for the left side, and you'd have Castagne and Ricardo pushing for that right side. I mean, we've even seen throughout stints of Brendan's reign, uh, Castagne, It's uh, because I saw him, because uh, I was just about to say him. even Claude Poel's reign, where we had the options of all of them being fit, that we even put Ricardo on that ride, that wide right. I'll say that slower, so I'll say it right on the night. Um, You know, uh, we actually, um, we have a lot of options. The fact that we've now lost two, well, one long-term end of the season, one... I think he's just given up on football together in Bertrand, so he's not going to be available by the sounds of things. And one that won't be back until after the World Cup and it won't be until about March time. So we see him probably kick a ball in, in, in competitive nature anyway, in Ricardo. So it is now an area of strength. And I think that's frustrating because it would have been nice for Brendan to go, I've got Ricardo, I've got Castagne, I've got Thomas, I've got Justin. Let me now go and spend the limited money I've got in the January window, because it is limited. I know they're taking the loan to cover the cost of what they'll eventually get from Chelsea with, with, with Voldemort to transfer. Uh, but you have to spend that on prioritising what we're going to need and what's stretching. Unfortunately, right now, yes, we are stretched at the, on, on the right wing position, but Pratt can play there whilst he's still here, Perez can play there. We haven't got that depth for the Mm. remainder of the season on the wing. So I I know, but we have to look at our services we've got. And if you're telling me you've got 30 million, you can only get one or the other. Well, unfortunately, whether I like it or not, unless Perez is suddenly going to recoup his 30 million, which he isn't, we're going to have, we need a fullback. We need one for cover and we need to get him in in January because if one of them goes crocking, even for three weeks that, that's, that's what three at the back that's someone playing out of position that's mm. indeedy in the back line again because Amati mm. has to play right back yeah. <laughs> we don't want that disaster <laughs> again no, and no. unfortunately whether it's the area we actually need stretched uh, we need strength when when fully fit or not isn't the question it's what the state of our squad is
1: can I bring some more breaking news in and this is serious if it's Welsh no <laughs> Northern Ireland no no uh, don't want to start that off again um preparations for the January this is on the uh, on the Leicestershire live today preparations for the January transfer window are well underway with Brendan Rogers and the recruitment team given a boost by the bank loan taken out by city at the end of last month <coughs> the
3: documents wow. the company's
1: house shows city have taken out a loan with Australian bank McQueen to make 46 million of Wesley Fofana's transfer fee available now rather than when Chelsea's instalments are due. It is not totally clear where this money will be spent by City, uh, but Rodgers renewed positively over the January transfer window in recent weeks. So, we, you know, we have got some um, uh, money to spend. Talking of which, and Ian's just said about Man United, um, we... Not Aaron Rambasakad, Ian, no way.
2: <laughs>
1: Luke Shaw was linked with us in the summer. I didn't realise we were actually in talks with him. Either of you fancy a bit of Luke Shaw signing for us. Oh
2: I wouldn't, yeah. be, a, no. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Decent player. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I think he I think I think. And again, I know people are going to say, hey, oh, another Mourinho masterclass here, but oh, I think he's a player that can benefit from leaving Manchester United because maybe that weight of expectation with the greatest respect has kind of gone to him. He maybe needs to go to a team where he knows where he stands. He's, he knows by looking at the quality of Leicester's full-back options that he's going to have a fun, well, you'd hope to be a fun time competing with, with with a fully fit Justin, with a fully fit Castagne and Pereira before yeah. these wing back positions, unless you can train him better to make him more versatile, I'd I'd be happy to see some of that quality
2: go into our depth. Yeah. Do you reckon Bertrand's not going to make it? You know, he's, he's finished now because I I saw him a few games when he was playing, and I thought he was okay. Um. And everybody yeah. seems to turn against him. I know he's had a bad injury, he's been out for a long, long time, but and he's not a youngster, is he? But I just you know it seems a shame just to discard him. He's not to me, he's not done a lot wrong.
1: He had a very think... good start to the season, didn't to, mm. to when he when he came in, he had a very good pre-season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh got the injury and he looked good. And I I stuck my neck out and went, Wait, this could could be our signing of the season uh on a free. Uh yeah, I I do wonder if his time is coming to an end, Brad.
3: I think unfortunately it is because you'd like to think that Leicester are going to have a, a reasonable season. I don't I don't know if successful will be the word. I'm restricted all the way it started in staying up will be <laughs> tongue in cheek success. But yeah. it, even if it's not a successful in terms of trophy season, they're going to start to recoup from the expenditures from around the ground, so they're going to have more of a financial war chest, if you will, for the for the summer as well. Um, and I think, unfortunately, whether it's Luke Shaw or not, I think the standard of quality we're going to bring into to add competition and depth to them win-back areas is no longer the requirement of Desperado, well, we've got someone who can hold together with sticky tape for three games before we need to drag him off and not play him for the rest of the season because he'll fall apart, are gone. I think Vestergaard's going to go next season. Uh, And again, we've had some performances of him where we've tongue-in-cheeked about his terrible performances, where he's shown he can do a job. But I think players like that have become a thing of the past for this Leicester squad. Um, So I don't see him here past his contract. I'm
1: just looking here again on Leicestershire Live. Uh, James Justin's injury sparked a Leicester City transfer meeting as the club set their sights on signing a new fullback in the January window. So I think the answer is yes, we are going to be looking for somebody. Um, the other thing who- I was looked at, and I, and I haven't got the guy's name, and I can't find it at the moment, but the guy that Adamola luckman has replaced at is it Atlanta, he's gone to, um, is the player that we are looking to bring in. <laughs> as a possible, you know, in that possible position, a bit, a bit of a turnaround, Dave.
2: Well, I think, I mean, I don't know about Luckman. Um, Everyone's raving about him saying that shame we couldn't sign him. I, I, I mean, he scored a few goals did in that, but I never rated him that highly. I never thought this is a guy who's going to turn it on. Um, Aka Maris or something like that, but hmm. everybody seemed to want him to stick around. Um, I, I just think we've got to, I don't know, look at somebody a bit younger, start looking at the youngsters coming through. Um, I think we, we've got to, did somebody just mentioned earlier, we've got a decent fullback in the academy,
1: yeah,
2: player of the year or something. Um, is it Flynn, um, yeah, yeah Flynn. Flynn's one, yeah, I mean. Brendan says how much he's going to sort these lads and play them and do all this. Christ, let's get ourselves safe and let's do it. Save us about 30 million on something that may or may not work out. How many right-wingers, if you want to call them right-wingers, have we tried that have flopped? Well, fortunately, we had two of them on loan, didn't we? I Uh, think
1: the problem you've got is that how do you replace Mares?
2: The
3: uh, same way you replaced Ndidi with Kante, yeah. you know, yeah. Kante respective. I mean, you're never going to get as good as these players, That's they, 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 but they, they have something different. If you get someone just as solid and just as reliable in what they do, that's all you're asking for. It's interesting, isn't it? Because like, they, you know, I was a big fan of Lutman, but... To say that the guy they're now interested in looking at, because we know, we know Rodgers was actually very keen to bring make make Lutman a permanent feature in there. And I would still like to do that, even though he's at Atlanta. Um, But if this guy who you're saying is taking Lutman's, you know, Lutman's taking his spot, so to speak, as as the right winger or however he's been played out in Atlanta, if this guy's been considered to come in because he can play uh, right wing back as well. I think that fits more into a Leicester. Mentor. We talk about Madison can play centre and out on the wide now. With Vardy, it's not just the up front striker. The, the bound is the stronger up who can play left and right of the screen. You know what I mean? Because he likes versatility. If this player can play up and down the wings, you, you could then compare him to Ricardo because he can play right wing back. He can play right wing at times. Yeah. It sounds like Leicester are making the same, you know, approach. It's like well. Yes, actually, if we can get best of both worlds with one transfer, then we're going to invest in him rather than look for one or the other. If he can play yeah. wing back in that, it sounds like a good approach. I don't know too much about him personally, but yeah. we
1: have our new sponsor here. By the way, apparently, he's a bit like, out <coughs> like about phase. They can soak up all the <laughs> that's thrown at them. Um, yeah, I mean, thing with January, I don't. I'm not a lover of the January transfer window. Uh, you can overpay and you can get bad players And in fairness, Leicester have not had a good History in the January transfer window And yet, somebody's going to throw Tielemans at me I know, but for comedic purposes I am leaving Tielemans out of this uh, in, the, in the last three transfer windows Under Rogers, City have made just one signing Ryan Bennett on loan from Wolves
3: Oh, Gordon Bennett, more like. And
1: the the last permanent signing in January came under Claude Puel in 2018 when they bought Fusina Diabate. Oh, lovely. Uh, I'm just trying to find here... If what happened can...
2: to Ryan Bennett? Sorry? What, what happened to Ryan Bennett? Is he still playing or is he... He is went he back
1: to Wolves and then I despair. think he ended up...
2: In a lower lower league somewhere. Because he um, came with quite high expectations, didn't he? I don't wow. I wow. remember
1: him being that bad.
2: Well, I don't, he, 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 I don't know if he came with expectations
3: or R- Rogers had clouded visions so and remembered him being an awesome youngster and then forgot to actually account for him getting older and being a little bit more average. Um yeah, we, we talk about bogey teams. It's not nice when you've got a bogey transfer window, is it? Maybe we should just be happy with what we've got and take it forward. Because we, we, yeah. we don't do transfers that well, do we, sometimes?
1: Yeah, I can't find it. But whoever whoever he he has replaced, and apparently he's doing very well at Atlanta, uh, look, we'd like to have kept him. But uh, apparently that is who we are going, uh possibly going after. But, like I say, that right winger might... um yeah. And says Boga um, Scott says Amarty, Soyuncu, Evans, Bertrand, Mendy Perez, Tielemans Are all due to be leaving this summer According to Transfer Market Do you see many of them
3: getting new contracts? Amarty, yes Soyuncu I would like him for the talent he is But no Evans, surely even if he goes into be Robert Hooth and and Morgan territory in the last few years of their contract, have that head in the dressing room for as long as possible, whilst you progress. Uh, Bertrand, no. Mendy, unfortunately, no. Uh, Perez, can we cancel it now? I mean, can we can we pay him in installments? Can we set up a promise to pay a payment plan to pay off his? I don't know but no that amarty deserves it Evans should get one and not none of the rest for me even sparking interest in signing one dave and then i'll give mine
2: um until the last 3 weeks i wouldn't have said any but uh, amarty yeah i probably have to agree now he has, he's actually deserved it for the last few weeks so you? i mean i i don't get this he's not interested i don't get this he's you know, he's not into Leicester. Every time you see him at the King Power, he's always the last one off the pitch. He's always going up to the fans. He's always giving it all. He's had a bad time. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, I th- I think he's... Well, when we're short, I mean, you just see now. Uh, uh-huh. Evans gets injured and we're struggling. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, why why get rid of Soyuncu in? take somebody on who you're starting again with. Mendy, I'm like you, Brad, unfortunately. I don't think he'd be offered anything, but I, I don't think he's had a fair crack of the whip. No. Perez, well, who knows what's going through his head. And, and Telemans were in, you know, uncharted territory, really.
1: We oh yeah, totally. I mean, I'll start with Telemans, because there's rumours. I mean, obviously, who knows who knows, like I say, he could very easily for me sign a new contract that says, if anybody that comes in and bids thirty million and a penny can, I can talk to They can easily add in a con into his contract that if any team that's playing in any form of European competition, I can talk to. He can, you know, he can do that and sign a new contract. And at least then we get some money for him. And I think for me, that would be, the, that's what's plotting my cotty book with Tielemans. Love the guy to bits, but I, I'm not, I I'm, I can't say he's, he's, he's going as my favourite player. Amarte, I think you've got to give him a new contract. Uh, I think he's quite versatile. He can play quite a few roles. Uh, Soyunchu, yes, I think uh, he's gone through a bad patch. Um Maybe he had his head turned. I don't know, but uh, Dave, as Dave said, <laughs> nobody in that is going to have to start from scratch. He's there. He knows the team. We're not exactly blessed with left-sided players uh, in defence. Uh, I just think I think we've I think we're seeing a very stubborn Brendan Rodgers on that one. So yes, I would give Soyeon Chu. And come on, Brendan, if you're a manager, if this if is as bad as you were saying he is, you should be managing it out of him. You know, you can't just say, you know, I've been a manager in a sales team and I can't just say, oh, that that guy's rubbish, I'm sacking him. I've got to do my best to try and because it's not financially, you know, you try your best to, to, to train them and make them better. So maybe, Brendan, you should look in the mirror on that one. Evan, no, he's gone, he's passed his best, I'm sorry. If he gets an injury, you know, if he stubs his big toe, he's out for six weeks. He's a liability, uh, we've got Faze Who, who holds that, that line together well We don't need Evans I love him to bits uh, But he's just too too injury prone Bertrand, mm-hmm. as much as I loved him When he came in No, no, he's got to go uh, Just let him go Mendy, I'd keep him as a squad player If he wanted to stop uh, I think in a way He offers as much He offers something different to Indeedy uh, indeed he can't for me pass the ball out He's he's got no idea just you know he's he can stop the ball he can stop the play coming through with the ball but he has no idea what to do with it afterwards but at least Mendy can can get the attack going uh Perez well, you know let <laughs> me just say I'm with Brad on that one <laughs> so that that's that my opinion on them Let's just finish because there's no show next Friday because next Friday we have got the World Cup quiz, the home nation's World Cup quiz. Uh, and after that, it will all depend when the World Cup games, who's playing on what days and who we're covering live. So we may or may not be back. What I want to ask you guys, um, come to you first, Dave, outside chance, who, who do you think is going to win the World Cup?
2: Um, Belgium. Belgium.
1: Oh, that would put a little bit of money into, um, uh, value. If we, if he did resign, sign um,
2: I think it's time they stood up and were counted. they were top <laughs> of the, the top of the top of the list and they've got to prove it now. I and mean, I think they've got a stronger squad this year than they've had before.
1: The last chance, do you think with the gold, the golden generation?
2: Yeah, yeah very much so. A bit like Holland were years ago. Yeah. So Belgium for you,
3: Brad. I think I think that England are gonna have too much of Pakistan in the World Cup. Oh, you mean the World Cup that I'm not interested in? Okay.
1: Um Well nobody's interested in the cricket World Cup, are they? no, 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 There's no
3: need for that one. There's no need for that. No, in all seriousness. I don't know. I feel like it's been a while for, for, for this country to have won anything. I could be wrong, someone's going to tell me. In terms of World Cups, um, I think Brazil. Mm. They've made it right. I mean, that's how I'm interested I am. I'm just like, I'm sure they're in there. I'm sure they made it. <laughs> I don't know. It's- Something no. speaks to me that says that they're no, going to do it.
1: Macedonia aren't, so unfortunately, you can't go for no, them.
3: We look, they're world champions. They're not allowed to be in it. That's retired. That's why they're not in it. Chris, they beat Italy. We've gone through these massive equations. That's why they're not in it. Beat Italy in the, in the qualifiers. That makes them
1: European champions, doesn't it? Not world.
3: Yeah, well, it's enough yeah. for me. It's enough for me.
1: <laughs> for me, I, I've got to agree with, with Scott. I've got an outside feeling for Argentina and. They're not they're not my I don't I can't stand Argentina if I'm honest with you. You know, Argentina, Germany, Scotland, as national teams, I hate them Ooh. all. But wouldn't it be nice just to see Messi win it?
3: No, yeah. not i appreciate for sure. No, oh, It's just
1: level. me then. It's just me. Um Scott, as yeah, I say Scott's agreed. he's gone Argentina as well. Uh, Colonel is I don't know what you're drinking, but I'll have <laughs> i have whatever you're having, mate. Um, England, I said they will get through the group. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I think they will. And I think they'll go out in the next round because if we finish top or second, we could be facing Holland or Senegal. And which, even if we get through, whether whether we finish first or second, based on FIFA rankings, we're going to be meeting the likes of France and Germany and Brazil on the way. Mm. Uh, How far, Dave, can England go?
2: Last eight out on penalties,
1: really that far.
2: Mm. I thought last 16 yesterday or the day before, but I'm now thinking last eight.
1: I'm impressed that you think, mind you, we've got Madison in now, so who knows? Well,
2: yeah, that's if Madison doesn't play
1: tomorrow, of course. (laughs) Brad, I'm not even going to ask because he's not interested, so (laughs) move on. Um. And Ant has gone Qatar, if not heads will go, and that's bad that's it's bad yeah, don't lose your head over it right guys um. thank you so very very much, as always, I love this show, I love the randomness of it um and and, and, I, and I love you know I love the bounties <laughs> say can never mm. have enough bounties. <laughs>
3: Doug, a Doug. What I'm saying, Brad. Wait, that's a false name. Up, Doug. We'll put that up. False names.
1: <laughs> Brad, I will see you tomorrow night for the Watcher post-match show.
3: Yes, yeah, that'll be interesting. Talk
2: about us beating David Moyes.
1: It'll be interesting to see, you know, whether we're going to be talking about Madison playing or not.
2: I should yeah. be listening tomorrow, boys. So be on your best behaviour. <laughs> when do you... we ever not? When are we ever not? <laughs> Many Most times. Week,
3: I think. If <laughs>
1: No. And, uh, well, you're going to get a chance to say about Madison in or out on Monday night, Dave, because it's the last I EPL review join. show yeah. before the World Cup. So it will yeah. be Christ interesting. Has, I won't remind really you that you said this. If he, if he plays, I will not remind you that you said that he shouldn't be playing. No, uh, I, said,
2: I, should. I said I wouldn't pick him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we we'll there's, there's a political no, difference. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. It's pal, been a pleasure. See you, Brad. Take care, mate. See you. Care, mate. Yep. See you tomorrow night, Brad. Take care, guys. See you, boys. See, see you man. Man. Oh, so I love this show. I love this show. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna be back tomorrow at 2 30 when we will be doing the uh, watch along for West Ham for the last game before the World Cup. I still can't believe I'm saying that. I still can't. We'll be doing so much. The next week, we've got the normal shows on Monday. So we've got the the, the EPL review at nine o'clock. Sorry, at seven o'clock. And we've got the Nottingham Forest Leicester City fan show, The Rivals, nine o'clock on Monday. And on Sunday, we've got a special Blackburn Burnley. Watch along. Uh, Dan's not doing one. I'm going to be doing it. Just a laugh. I lived in Burnley for 20 years. I worked at Blackburn Rovers for six months. (laughs) It's a Chris Derby. Well, what else can you do? And then next week, we've just got a load of World Stuff stuff coming up, leading up to the World Cup. So give us a subscribe, click that notification button, then you won't miss anything. Thanks very much for watching. And if you've been listening on Catch Up on the podcast, thank you so much as well. I will see you tomorrow for the West Ham Watch Along. Take care. Stay safe.
0: See you tomorrow. Good night.
1: Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
3: better like them too or I'll be back
1: Leicester Till I Die TV they think it's all over it is now
0: Sports Social Podcast Network the TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year we understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing but rest assured you're not alone there's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. And you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.